Love to hear from you this morning, 0437 552 535. And you got a couple there, Timmy Boy. Got a few, Breno. We've got a couple relating to the jack jumpers and a couple relating to your good self, actually. So, oh, yes. Uh, this first one is from David. It says, the jack jumpers are struggling to control the tempo of games. Maybe Majet is a bigger loss than expected. And maybe the DNA of the team has changed with no Majet, Kenyon and McDaniel. Okay. That's from David. Uh, what's this one? Boys, Jackie's D once again disappointing last night. Can't give up 90-plus points and expect to win games. McVeigh, McDonald and Drimmick are all slow on their feet in D. Yeah, it's interesting. There was a very high-scoring opening quarter, 30 points each. Um, and to consider where he kept, I think, Adelaide to 72 last week, was it? Yeah. So it was a very think- high... Do you think David's text, I think that's a really good point. I don't yep. know a lot about controlling the tempo of games, but certainly Majette being a bigger loss and the, and the DNA is because the talent's gone up, have we, without noticing, dropped away at the one percenters that we built the success on? Yeah, potentially. And you mentioned McDaniel and Kenyon there, our two best defenders gone yep. at the same time out of the team. So... Um, yeah, it's, it was disappointing last night because we made some inroads last weekend with our defence, as we, as we yep. see, keeping them to such a low score, and then um, it sort of unravelled a little bit again last night. And, and coach inconsistent spoke about though, that. yeah, like he the, spoke the about that effort again. seems inconsistent again. I think it was someone like Majet who might not have been dominating the game, but it, he looked like the guy who was always really verbal and always pushing the group on the things that that mattered to them: defence and effort and attitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Without him, there's on, something something missing at the moment. His on-court Hopefully leadership was, was what he was well regarded for, wasn't it? Uh, no Absolutely. All this right, one as well, is, Brent. We've got, got another one. Uh, oh, mate, there's plenty coming through this morning. Goodness if, me. Breno, if you would like a bit of confidence going into the matchup, Thursday night Subway League under-10s or under-11s might be your <laughs> go at Swisher. Well, that is actually the last level you played at, so it probably would be good if you picked Who's it up here. Who's that from, please? That is a no-namer. No-name. And well, what... then this one says, Tim, <laughs> I think Brent needs to sort out his diet if he wants to take this basketball game seriously. Gee whiz, the photos of his dinner at last night are concerning. <laughs> yes, well, And true. we've spoken about this at length. We have, yeah. I had a couple of sliders and the biggest pile of chips you'd ever see, Tim, oh, at the Silver Dome, but I didn't, I didn't eat them all. I could not even get through them. It was, How uh, are you going to last to 21 too. points? Mate, I play in the backyard all the time. It's fine. Don't worry. plays in the backyard. I do. What and am I, go I dealing okay. with? I go okay. All right, let's straighten up and talk Cricket World Cup. And here is the voice of sport, Jared Waitley, calling the action last night. Two to win. Cummins with a short ball. Guides it away. Three points to the boundary. The captain with the winning runs. A nervy chase for Australia. Successfully navigated... And off to another World Cup final. It's a further haunting night for South Africa at the hands of Australia. But the 2023 World Cup final will be a heavyweight encounter as Australia books its place alongside India. And that leads us into our sports update. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. And as you just heard, Australia is through to another Cricket World Cup final after defeating South Africa by three wickets overnight in a nail-biting clash. The Aussies got off to a perfect start. 
after taking four for 42 across the first 12 overs. But a century from David Miller helped the Proteus to 212 and gave them something to defend. Australia had to fight for its victory and lost seven wickets before chasing down the total with more than two overs to spare. Travis Head took player of the match honours after he top scored for the Aussies with 62 and took cr two crucial wickets in the first innings. And Australia will now meet India in the final at 7.30 on Sunday and make sure, of course, to tune in for SEN's coverage of the game. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Tim, run us Whoa. through your thoughts. With well, my thoughts are final. we are going to be very, very tired on Monday morning show. World yes. Cup final, 7.30 Sunday night. Yep. Doesn't get any better. The two best teams... In the world. And it sounds silly because it's a World Cup final, but it doesn't always happen. And if you had a look at the start of the tournament with Australia losing their first two games, there was plenty of people saying, Christ, we're in some trouble here. And we, were, and we looked we? like we were, but they have righted the ship beautifully from that third game onwards. Um, I'm still, I still think there's a few concerns that India will be all over us with. Um, but there were some promising signs, I thought, last night, particularly... Uh, the new ball, something we've spoken about, is our inability to get new new ball wickets. And I thought last night, whilst the conditions suited, uh, and South Africa actually won the toss and batted, but it did do enough for us. And and when when it does do enough, there's no better exponents than Josh Hazelwood, Mitchell Stark, and Paddy Cummins. So um, I thought that was a, a huge positive to have them four for forty. We have not been able to do that at all. And if we're going to restrict an Indian side, the talent and the power. And the depth that they have to anything under 350, which is then chaseable, it, you're going to have to knock over Rohit, Virat, Shubman Gill, or, or at least two of those in the first 10 overs. Otherwise, you are chasing a huge total. And batting second in India, as we saw last night, can get really challenging really quickly. So um, I thought that was a huge positive. I thought our fielding, Brent, if you looked last night, Manus, again, was outstanding. David Warner was outstanding. But I thought last night it was more of a... Those two have been fantastic whenever they play cricket for Australia in the field. But I thought last night we looked as sharp as we have looked um, in the field as a group. And again, World Cups are about playing your best cricket when it matters. And I feel like India have been at that level the whole tournament and the Aussies have just built and built and built. So they're two different uh, World Cup build-ups, if you like. But to get to where they are now, I think both teams playing really well. The Aussies, one big issue they'll still need to fix or get right, not fix, but they need to get it right, and that is their play of spin. Again, last night, three for 64 off 20 overs against quality of spin that's going to go up a gear in the World Cup final with India. So um, I think at one stage we're two for 106, then fell to seven for 193. So we lost, again, five for 87 in the middle 25 overs, which if we do that against India, the game's going to be over. Let us know your thoughts on the Cricket World Cup, 0437 555. How do you think Australia will go in the final against India on Sunday night? What about the selection news at the start of the game? We saw them stick with Marnus Labuschagne over Marcus Stoinis. And do you expect that to be the same 11 going into the final, Tim? Yeah, I, I think it... I think they got it right, and I think it will stay that way with the, with the game being, you know, such a short turnaround. Um... Ahmedabad, the venue for the final, has been pretty good. Uh, so, I, so I don't see any reason to change the team. Again, unless you get there and the conditions are something slightly different uh, or it is rain-affected. I thought last night 
had the rain had come before the toss and the game was shortened, I thought the shorter the game got, the more likely would we would be of playing um, of playing Stoinis ahead of Labuschagne. But I think we got that right. Uh, the other thing I think we probably won't get a lot of uh, commentary, we, but we're very very quick to pick up on, particularly on captains in cricket when they don't do the right thing. Last night, David Miller and Heinrich Klassen were putting together a partnership, and out of nowhere, Patrick Cummins went to Travis Ed, who took two wickets in and over, and absolutely blew the game apart. Yep. Um, it was it was terrific captaincy. It was gutsy captaincy because both of those two are renowned for being, you know, as good a player of spin as there is going around. Uh, and Hedy's a part time. He's a good part time, but I thought Pat showed some real trust in him, threw him the ball, um, and and Hedy delivered with spades and blew the game apart. And um, I thought that was a really key moment and a and a brilliant bit of captaincy from Pat Cummins. Definitely. Now, what did you make of the reports emerging of India having the pitch changed? Before their semi against. Oh, I don't. It doesn't really bother me because, regardless of whether they do it or they don't, you can't change. You can't control it. And secondly, it, it's done before the game. So if you're going to play around with the pitch, and you lose the toss, it can it can go against you. It's not. It's, you know, it's the same for both teams. At the end of the day, our India play better in their own conditions. If it's spinning and a bit lower than yeah, probably. But I think that's how the pitches are going to be anyway. And in the end, I think there were 700 runs scored on that pitch, so it couldn't have been too bad. Yep. I think All at right, times I... we're, look, we're just looking for things to make stories. And, you know, it, it, no. oh, it was a used wicket. And last night it, in Eden Gardens was a used wicket. Well, there's going to be used wickets at the end of the tournaments when there's 50 games being played. You can't just keep making new pitches. You run out. And World Cups, you need the pitches to be in the centre of the ground. You can't have a 40-metre hit. To one side. So most grounds are going to be using the centre two pitches and they've had four or five games. So it wasn't like it was used yesterday. And I think really pitches throughout the tournament have been pretty good. Um, but I mean, it's no surprise that, you know, the, the BCCI and the ICC and, and teams have been saying it feels more like an Indian tournament than an ICC tournament. Well, that's world cricket. That's where the power is. And that's what they do. And it's what they've always done. And it's what they'll always do. So um, get on with it and move on. Got to get to the news. One quick final prediction ahead of Sunday night then, please. Oh, well, obviously, we want Australia to win. Uh, uh, but there's no doubt they've got it, their work cut out for them. India have been head and shoulders above everyone else. They've been consistent. They've performed brilliantly throughout. They've got great depth in their batting. They've got power. They've got skill. Uh, the same with their attack. They've got pace. They've got left arm spin. They could probably play Ashwin. They've got cold deep. So they've got so many options uh, to throw at us, and they're in great form. Um, so I think team-wise, they're probably playing slightly better cricket. But if you look down that list, and we've said it the whole way through the World Cup, Brent, Australia has not played their best cricket yet. It has not not a complete game. But I think throughout the tournament, we've got slightly better, and we're building towards hopefully a complete game or a better team game. But there is a number of individuals in the Australian team that if they have a night out, they can win a game. And they've been there and done that half of that team of won World Cups at 50 over level before in 2015. And they've won T20 World Cups. They've won Test World Championships. They've been the number one ranked team for a long time in, in all, all formats. Uh, and, and you don't get there without absolute quality and match winners. So I think it's going to be a cracker. I think India start favourites. Um, but Australia certainly have the quality and enough quality to cause them problems if they have a good night. 
We've got access to the former Australian captain via our text line this morning. You've got a question for Paney? Flick it through 0437 552 You might have one too for Rob Ald or Jack Revolt uh, or even Tom Morris who will join us in the studio a little later on this morning. Yes, Tim. One text coming through. Someone who was in the game, Launceston, say, I was wondering last night, was there a lot of security guards around in Launceston last night? So I was wondering what? why there were so many security guards yeah. around Launceston last night. Turns out they were protecting the one and only Brent Costello. <laughs> you have your own posse that, up there. I noticed that too. At, uh, at the breaks, they'd come onto the edges of the court. So I'm not sure if that's new or I haven't noticed it before, but I did notice Was it because of thing? what happened there last time with the two teams, maybe? Wasn't there a bit of argy-bargy? Uh, I, I don't think it'd be for that. Um, no, I'm not sure. I didn't was Hammer there? Myself. <laughs> Hammer's stardom's growing. It might have been for him. <laughs> We're late for the news. Here it comes for you now. We're back with Matty Reid from Taz Racing after this.